Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Well, BYU got it done in overtime. A dramatic win over USC. And if you're a Cougar fan, you know, they always say to the players, enjoy it tonight, then it's back to work tomorrow. But, you know, if you're a BYU fan, you enjoy it Saturday at the game, Saturday afternoon. You enjoy it Saturday night and you savor it, absolutely. Then you get to go to church Sunday, talk to all your Cougar fans, and if you got some Ute fans at church too and you get to talk to them, well, all the better, right? Hey, good luck against USC, guys. Hope you can do what we did. And then you get to come in here on Monday morning and wallow in the win again for four more hours. That's, there are many things to discuss about that game, what it means for the BYU season. I've been saying all along, if they can get through the first four games, two and two, then eight wins is definitely in play. And they're two and one right now, and eight wins is definitely in play. But we'll break all that down later. Right now, let's hear from USC. They lose to the Cougars. Now they got to go home and face the Utes. Here's our coach, Clay Helton, Jay Tufele, and Michael Pittman Jr. on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And they made one more play than, uh, than we did tonight. Um, you know, any times that you have three turnovers to the other team's none and you're on the road, that's going to put you in a hole. And uh, tonight we came up one play short of getting out of that hole. Uh, I love how the kids keep fighting uh, and keep competing. This is one game early in the season. We'll correct it uh, and we'll move on to the next one. This is going to be a special team, mark my words, because there's special kids on their team and they're learning with every snap. Um, and um, I'm proud of them and uh, I look forward to the next opportunity opportunity to compete. With that, uh, we'll take any questions that you got. What did you see on the read on the press pass? Um, We'll have to watch it on tape. It was a spacing play uh, to try to hit one of the voids, um, and uh, we'll have to be able to see uh, where it was. Uh, My my gut tells me they went strong rotation. I think the backside might have be a little bit more open, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. No question. That's what I told him in there. That's what I told him in there. This team is built for this, you know, to have adversity and then overcome it. And um, this is a non-conference game early in the season that we'll have to dig our way out of. Um, we got a big game next week uh, again, uh, and just like this one was uh, against another great Utah team. And we uh, don't have any time to sulk. It's Friday night, so we've got to get on this play and we've got to get right back to work tomorrow morning. Clay, I know you talked a lot about maturity and leading up to this game. Yeah. As you look back at at the game now, Mm -hmm. how do you evaluate your team's mentality, I guess? I think they're tough as heck, to be honest with you, because you have two early turnovers in the red zone, and they and they only get 10 points out of that. We were able to create one of those stops and then get it back to a 17-17 ball game at halftime on the road. Um, you know, get up, uh, get up in the second half, and then they make a couple plays, and we make a couple plays, and we find ourselves in overtime. And I uh, thought the defense did a really nice job on the first series in overtime, and we had the opportunity to close the door, and you know what, the ball back bounce the wrong way, and uh, that happens sometimes in, in football. In overtime, in overtime, after the first play, you go for a loss. Why run again when you need 11 uh, to get a third and manageable, um, a third and manageable, which it did. You know, you went from second and ten to third and five, uh, and uh, um, thought it was a nice run by the kid. Thought it was a good play call by Grant. You know, instead of putting the kid in, all of a sudden you miss a pass and you get you know another third and ten situation or long. Um, you know, he got he got it to a manageable distance, and um, um, that's all you can ask for is you try to get half on second down and then complete the third down um, and, and get the first. But we we didn't get that done. 
How much did the two interceptions change the game plan and what you want to go? Um, you know, I thought Graham did a nice job because, as you saw tonight, it was a ton of drop eight, um, trying to force the run game, and we end up, I think, with 170 plus yards uh, on the night. Um, uh, you know, and it was one of those where they were going to force the issue there. Um, had some RPOs, uh, and were able to get a deep ball shot. Corners were playing deep, and we caught him in a caught him in a little bit of a, um, a tempo play where the corner kind of fell asleep and uh, Pitt was able to get by him and make a heck of a catch. I thought he had him again. I uh, thought he had him again. I look forward to seeing the call on the pass interference. Um, but uh, um, it was uh, one of those games. It didn't go our way. We'll have to rebound and get it next week. Michael, did you get an explanation on that pass interference? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so, refs, um, they don't really like to like explain, so we just got to keep playing. So they just threw it, and we just next play. Michael, did you think you got your foot down on that third and six or whatever we got? Um, of course, yes, but uh, obviously they didn't say so, so that's all that matters. Clay, obviously with some of the events this week, there was a lot of noise around the team. How do you think your team handled that? And also, I'm guessing that with this loss, there might be some more noise, you know, coming up. How do you make sure your guys kind of stay out of course? We don't worry about noise. We live in Los Angeles, California. There's a ton of damn noise, and uh, uh, it's every day. Uh, uh, what we have to focus on is our job and doing our job and winning the next game. Um, you know, I thought our kids prepped extremely well, um, and uh, they practiced their tails off this week. Um, and, you know, I, I hurt for them, to be honest with you, because they, they invested a lot in it. And we, we made some mistakes today that lose you a ball game on the road. We've got to correct them. We've got three pretty good ones coming up uh, that we're going to have to make corrections and uh, move on. you think with having Utah next that it could actually refocus the team a lot quicker because obviously they're favorite? Yeah, we, we don't have time. I mean, be honest with you, we're going to get on a plane and get back. And, you know, we've got to go to work tomorrow to, to watch this tape, clean it up put in a new game plan and get ready for a full pad practice on Monday. You know, so it's not a lot of time to feel sorry for yourself. And that's what everybody was saying in there. Hey, it's one game. we got to correct it and, and move on. Uh, we plan on doing big things this season, and it's early in the season. And uh, I like I like this football team, and I like these kids, and I like their mindset. Um, they they want to do great things, and they're going to. You went to step late. He did a nice job. He put the ball on the ground one time, and, and that's where he's got to learn in, in these type of games. It's a violent game, and uh, we were fortunate to get the ball back. But, you know, he had, nine carry, he had nine carries tonight for 53 yards. I thought he did a great job on the third and short situations, even the fourth and short situations, and trusting the kid in, the, in, in that arena. Uh, and he did a nice job. I thought uh, all three backs um, uh, competed, and uh, made their place. James, it seemed like you guys had some trouble wrangling uh, in the quarterback. What, what was the problem there? Or what was he doing maybe that you guys weren't necessarily I mean, you know, he's a great uh, he's a great football player. Um, we were just rushing our lanes and, you know, they got one up on us and that was about it. Clay, let's do one more here. Yeah. Today. 
Yeah, yeah, you know that they, they allowed us to get on the outside some. You know, you look at your two leading receivers, and and it was mostly on the outside. They played a lot of cover three. Uh, it was drop eight uh, up underneath and uh, filling a lot of those voids. We actually tried to move them outside a couple times uh, in twelve personnel. Uh, but you know, as you've seen in each game, and it's what I like about the offense is there's been a leading receiver in each game. Raw was it last game. You know, Tyler was it in game one. Pitts it in game in game three. Um, it's hard in this offense to just focus on on one guy um, and uh, that's that's what my feel is as we go through the year is you're going to have a time where it is Amon Ra then it's Tyler and then it's Pitt it's about what the defense gives us and being able to take what they give us all right there is the the USC coach and some of his star players we're going to take a break when we come back later in this hour you'll hear from the Cougars but up next the Utes after they take down Idaho State Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Well, the Utes take care of business again. They blood Idaho State 31-0. Uh, Tyler Huntley, we'll hear him at the podium here. 15 of 19. We're getting used to this, man. If he doesn't complete 75 or 80% of his passes, what's going on? 282 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. And Zach Moss had a 100-yard gain on just 10 carries. 10 carries for 106 yards and a touchdown. And then they got him out of the game. Keep him healthy. Wrap him in bubble wrap and get him ready for Friday night. Uh, Also up on the podium with those guys, Brian Thompson caught two passes and scored two touchdowns. That's a pretty good ratio. You want to keep that up. All he does is score touchdowns. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there used to be a coach named Buddy Ryan. He once said that about Chris Carter. Ah, he's no good. All he does is catch touchdowns. What a grump. What a total, total and complete grump. Uh, and so uh, for, uh, for the Utes, uh, just a huge game for Brian Thompson. Two catches, 105 yards, and two scores. He had an 82-yarder. And also uh, Devin Lloyd up on the podium. Here are the Ute players. Like Ty, can you talk about your connection with, with Brian and just what's been working the last couple of weeks with you and him? Uh, he's doing a great job of getting open, making big plays down the field, and uh, love having him out there. Is this offense different when he's healthy and 100%? Definitely. He brings another element to the game, as in all the receivers when they're healthy. They bring a lot of elements to the game, and they feel good to have a lot of weapons out there. Tyler, did you get everything fine-tuned before Pac-12 play now? Did you feel good going into the SC game? Yeah, uh, we feel good as a team, but we could be better. We could, we could take we could, we leave, we left a lot of points on the field, and um feel like we, we could improve in that area. Are you guys happy to be done with the non-conference slate and focus on Pac-12 now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never really fine-tuned. I think there's still a lot of things that we can improve on, and um, I mean, definitely going back and watching this film, I mean, from special teams to defense to offense, is something that can also just be uh, fine-tuned a little bit more. So, uh, I mean, I think we're in a really good spot. 
I think we handled business the way we wanted to in these first three games, and going into the next week, I think it's going to be pretty good. Zach, it's been 102 years since Utah's won at USC. What is it about this group that makes this potential game different for you? We just have a very, very uh, big goal, um, and we're not gonna let anyone get in the way of that. And, I mean, history's not gonna get in the way of that. So I think on that Friday night, we're gonna go out there and do what we gotta do to get that win, um, and then just erase that 102 years. For you personally, moving up to number two on the all-time rushing list and number two rushing touchdowns, mm -hmm. what does that mean to you? Oh, it's good. It's cool. Um, I mean, it's just a testament of how hard I work and how much I prepare, and then the guys around me that allow me to go out there and do the things, and um, just another shout out to my coaches and. And just everyone like that and my family. So um, it's really good, but I'm more ready for this team to go ahead and uh, get these things done as a team. Brian, how does it feel to finally get on the field and really make some big plays and show Utah what you can do? Um, it's been a long time coming. You know, I had a tough freshman and sophomore year, but, you know, it means a lot. And it means a lot to the team. So, you know, I don't like the spotlight on just me. You know, it's a good team effort and team win. Kevin, what was your impression of the defense, specifically the pass rush and pass coverage? Um, I thought we came out today and uh, we did. We were solid overall. You know, uh, we wanted some more turnovers, uh, some more interceptions, but I think we played solid all around. So. Tyler, how hard is it, especially in the end of that first half, where the refs are just kind of making the the game slow down? I mean, how hard is it to kind of get back in that rhythm when you guys are on the goal line, essentially? Uh, it, it kind of threw us off, but because uh, we always say don't let the refs dictate what's going on. Uh, we got to execute what we had going on now. And, yeah. Zach, you had a 38-yard run on your first play from scrimmage. Was it kind of apparent early on that you were going to be able to do most of what you wanted out there? Uh, I just try to attack the game how I do every week. Um, just try and get the team off to a fast start. And um, on that first play, I just happened to have a big play that uh, kind of sparked us a little bit and um, just carried the momentum on into the rest of the guys. Is it at all encouraging that BYU beat USC today? Um, encouraging? I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Um, but uh, I mean, it's a good little wound for those guys, and we're going to go ahead and uh, just add to that next week. <laughs> How important it is, is it for you to be able to stretch the field and get some of that downfield passing going, mostly the short passes the first couple of games? Yes, I think it means a lot. You know, I think it means a lot for Zach, too. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't think uh, I don't think teams could just focus on the run, you know, especially if we stretch the field. So, uh, you know, we have a great running back. So we have a great quarterback, too, who can uh, throw, throw the ball down the field. So, you know, I think it means a lot for the team. Hey, Devin, what does it mean to get the shutout for the defense today? Um, everything, you know, that's what you shoot for every game. So, you know, I mean, to hold them zero points, you know, if you don't score, you don't win. So, you know, that means a lot. I think that 82-yarder was your career-long throw. How nice was it to air it out a little bit and hit the long throws? Uh, it felt good. Uh, Brian, we we talked we talk about it on the sideline about making plays, and I told Brian he get over top of the DB, we gonna make a play, and that's what happened. Zach, how much how much of this offense, how much of this offense do you feel like you've shown versus what you're probably gonna be able to show next week? 
Uh, we showed our hand, not much. I think we've been, uh, Coach Love has done a very good job of just keeping things really basic. And um, just like the first couple installs that we did going into this year. And um, I mean, fine tuning those things and the guys being able to um, execute those things at a very, very uh, nice way. So, I mean, we still have a few more things that we want to go ahead and throw out there. But uh, I mean, if you go in with your basic stuff, that's a really good as offense. There are the U players. Here's head coach Kyle Whittingham. Okay, that uh, puts an end to the non-conference games. Um, came out just what we had hoped and just what we should have, uh, 3-0 and from those three conference games. Uh, played pretty good today in, in some respects, some respects not so good. Too many penalties, that was the thing. It got sloppy there, uh, especially towards the end, which you hate to see. You know, we need to be smarter in some of those situations. Uh, first turnover of the year. I was hoping it would last all year long. That we'd never turn it over, but it didn't. So we had the one one turnover, uh, one takeaway, um, which isn't enough. Played good run defense. Uh, offense, we were fairly productive. Um, you know, we had a chance to play a lot of the down the line guys, which was big and will be huge for those guys. Uh, you know, as the season wears on, the, the experience they got today. But now it's time to move on. We got a uh, short turnaround, a Friday night game down in the Coliseum. And uh, got to get on the Trojans. Got to get uh, get going right away. So that's where we're at. Questions? I can talk about the good start by the offense. I know you still have a field goal on the first one, but you got your kicker a chance. So. Yeah, that was good to see Jaden come in and confidently knock that one through. And, and we did get a fairly fast start. Uh, it was 10 nothing early, and we we'd emphasized that. You know, all week, you know, you'd like to do it every single week. It's probably not going to happen every week, but we started better this week than we did uh, in the first two ball games. But it was good to see Jaden hit that. I and mean, it was it was well struck, uh, had good trajectory on it, and it uh, was a nice kick. Seeing how, how the passing game was going early in the first quarter, was that kind of what you envisioned this this offense to be as far, you know, having deep balls? and? Yeah, we need to be able to take shots down the field and connect on those, and we were able to do that. And, and Tyler played... You know, just uh, tremendously well again. I don't know what his, I guess his numbers right there, but I can't see him. But, but uh, 282 and good completion percentage. You know, he didn't miss many throws, and and it was good to get Drew Lisk and Jason Shelley some more reps. Uh, would have seen, like to have seen a little more production out of the the non Zach Moss backs. You know, those guys uh, they ran hard, but thought we could, you know, thought we need to be a little more productive with uh, with the two, three, four, and five backs. Didn't allow Zach, how long did you want him to play today? I think he had played well, we, 10 minutes in the second quarter. Yeah, we wanted to shut him down at halftime at the at the latest. And uh, I don't know how many carries he had. Yeah, 10. Yeah. So we were trying to keep him below 15. And, and uh, we were able to do that. Uh, we also were able to rest uh, three or four guys that were uh, still on the borderline of, you know, are they ready to play or are they not? So it was good to keep those guys out. And we should be in pretty good shape uh, coming up next Friday. Your secondary seemed very solid today, even with uh, R.J. back there. I thought R.J. played well. I thought the secondary played well. Uh, the throwing numbers were not very good for, for the opponents and uh, played good coverage. Uh, pass rush was pretty good. Came away with two or three sacks. And uh, R.J., like I said, filling in for Julian Blackman, really did a nice job. You mentioned being able to, being able to rest those guys. Uh, do you have any major injuries going into Pac-12 play or feel pretty No, happy. not right now. Not, not, no one that uh, has not already been announced, you know, as far as guys that are gone for the season. So now hopefully nothing springs up tonight. You know, sometimes you don't know until 24 hours after, but as of right now, it looks pretty good. 
What's impressed you about Brian Thompson's last couple of games? Brian Thompson, uh, nothing has impressed me about him because this is what I, we expect him to be. He's, he's finally healthy and he's finally able to to uh, do his thing. And so it's uh, we know we know he's a really good player. And so that's that's what we uh, he's, he, what he did today is exactly what we need from him all season long. He's uh, he's got a great uh, skill set. He's he's big. He's six two. 205 pounds. He can run. He's got great hands. And so, uh, and I shouldn't say it didn't impress me. It didn't surprise me. It was impressive, but it didn't surprise me what he did today because he was he's a really good player. Coach, the refs towards the end of the first half were reviewing plays after snaps. Left and right, huh? Yeah. yeah. Is that something that you talk to the Pac-12 conference about? Are they able to even do that? I never even say one thing about officiating to the conference. I just go about our business. But that was odd that we kept having those stoppages and those reviews. Did you get out of these three games what you wanted to? I think so. I think so. Number one, first and foremost, is the three wins. And uh, secondly, we've, uh, you know, the, the, the offense that has been installed it seems to be running fairly well right now. We've got bigger tests ahead. We know that. But right now, so far, so good. Kyle, you obviously have team goals still ahead of you. But what's it mean for a guy like Zach Moss to be able to be number two all time here? Yeah, I was told right before I came in here that he moved up to number two. And, and barring injury, he's going to put this thing way out of reach for number one. And it'll be tough to for someone to come in and break that. But but that just tells you what Zach has meant to our program ever since he came in as a freshman. He's been uh, very productive for us. And, uh, you know, had over 100 yards today in a quarter and a half. And uh, he's, you know, we're, we're going to lean on him pretty heavily the rest of the way. BYU beat USC today. You have a reaction to that? No, we'll watch the tape, and, and uh, we're just really concerned, more concerned about the schematics of SC and what they're doing and, and uh, how are you going to defend them and attack them. Coach, the offensive line is always a work in progress, but how, how impressed have you been with their play through three games? Pretty impressed, and, and that's. Uh, you know, the offensive line that's played the last two games is not the one that started the first game, you know, because we've been minus uh, Johnny Maya and Orlando Yamana. Now we should get those guys back this week. But uh, for, you know, for, first of all, an inexperienced offensive line coming into the season and then to have uh, lose two guys early on for, thank goodness, temporarily, I thought they held together really well and have, have played really well the last couple of weeks. I don't think we've allowed a sack still, have we? Still sackless, so that's good. That's good. Now, Tyler escaped a few today because, you know, he was trapped a couple times and he got out of it. But but uh, that's that's a good stat to have right now. You want to say something? I'm not going to say it? I'm trying you to get it, it out. Uh, so talk about Tyler Huntley and just his his improved presence in the pocket. It's always been a hot topic. Yeah. He's, he's really improved there. I think Ty, uh, Andy Ludwig has done wonders with Tyler, and they seem to really be on the same wavelength and the same page. They, they are very uh, – in sync, and uh, Tyler is is like a sponge. You know, when Andy says something, he he pays attention, and and uh, he's he's playing his best football. I don't think there's any question about that. He's playing his best football as a Ute, and uh, he's a team leader. He's a captain, and so it's good to see it happen. You know, senior year, he worked hard for this. This is his. This is his. Uh, you know, his chance to really shine this year as a senior. All right, there's Kyle Whittingham and his Utes. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will hear from the Cougars after their big win. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. 
from Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, we promised we would take you to the BYU press conference after the Cougars got the win over USC. We are going to start with Zach Wilson and Tyson Williams. Zach Wilson, thrown for 280 yards, a touchdown, no picks. Tyson Williams, 19 carries, 99 yards. Just keep feeding him the ball. He still hasn't had a 20-carry game. He's inching closer. Here they are on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Back-to-back overtime wins for you guys. Uh, what, what's been the secret to being so successful as a team in overtime? Uh, I just was attributed to the fight that this team has. <clears throat> no matter the score, no matter uh, the time that's left on the clock, um, this team just keeps fighting and keeps fighting. And, um, it's just, it's, just uh, it's great just to be a part of a team like this. Take us through watching that last play from the sideline. You know, the defense. The interception? Yeah. Man, it was crazy. I just remember thinking in my head, like, right before the play, man, how great would it be to have a turnover and just end the game right here? And, you know, Dime made a great play. Um, I don't know who was on the who was on the uh, receiver that was able to tip the ball up, but, uh, you know, great job by our defense. So proud of those guys. What's that moment like when you know, hey, we've done it again, and then you have to wait through the replay to make sure it happened? Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those things you're uh, – you're still in that game mode. So even when you see the pick, you know, you're, you're still thinking about, well, well can, is that it? Like, is, is that game? And, you know, you don't start celebrating yet. You see everyone come on the field and, you know, they always got to review it. And so there's always that split second of, of you know what, is, is, is game over yet? What did you make of the students rushing the field? Oh, man, that was crazy. I've never been, anything, I've been a part of anything like it. So it was just a great, a great time because I know they were excited, just like how we were. So just to share that moment with them, it was great. How about you, Zach? Did you celebrate with the fans a little bit? Yeah, I was. I was actually getting, like, destroyed by the fans. I was taking some harder hits in there than I was in the game. So um, I tried to get out of there pretty quick. But. Zach, talk about what it's like to get a win like this at home in front of your, in front of the BYU fans and BYU student section. It's huge, man. I mean, this is such a big win for us. You know, it's, it's like I always say, it's easy to – it's easy to go into Monday learning off of a win, right? I mean, we still got so many things we got to get better on, but the fact that we got to win is huge. And, you know, I'm so, t- so proud of this team for battling. Tyson, is it the number? Because you ended the game last week and the <coughs> ended the game this week. Is it something to do with the number? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't big-time know. players, man. Yeah. Both of those guys are yeah. big-time players, man. Yeah, I just uh, – I say Dine's a great player, and then – you know, we just all just try to work. Uh, we don't we don't really uh, ask for it, but you know, if the play comes, so you got to make it. <clears throat> Zach, the last couple of weeks there's been a parallel. It seems like the defense making a big play jump starts you. You and the offense respond in turn and make a big play. Do those guys help you kind of get your feet wet and get the adrenaline rushing and, and get you going? Yeah, man. I mean, it's not just us. It's it's the crowd. It gets the crowd going. It gets the guys on the sideline going, and so you know, kind of just flip that momentum back on our side, and that was kind of what we needed. That pitch play you guys used today, is that something you guys saw in the film, or is that something you've had in the offense already? We are, the, the toss play to Tyson. The toss, yeah. We, I mean, we've already had everything. Yeah. And that's the best part is we're doing we're doing what we can do, and we're not adjusting too much about what other people are doing. So. Tyson, your mom wasn't able to, to attend the game due to work duties. Yeah. She serves in the military. What would you like to say to Natasha? Um, I know she was tuned in, so... Um, I, have, I probably have to give her a call, but, I mean, I love her, and I know she's back home supporting and watching me. Zach, uh, when, when the offense got down there inside the 10, 
USC gets the fourth down stop and they go 92 yards to, to get the go-ahead touchdown. What was kind of the going through the minds of the guys on offense when you got back out there? I mean, what, what was kind of your mindset after that going down seven points? Yeah, just knowing, um, you know, just knowing we can make plays against these guys. Super talented team, but you know, no matter what happens, giving up a touchdown or momentum's on their side, whatever it is, you know, we, we know what we're capable of as an offense, and we know we can make plays, rushing, passing the ball, whatever it is, and so we just gotta had to do what we had to do. Do you feel like as an offense, you made pretty significant strides from week two against Tennessee to week three against USC? Yeah, I mean, I thought we did well, but there's you know there's always so many things to get better on. I mean, I got so many things I, I missed in that game that I, I can improve on. I'm sure Ty feels the same way, and so, you know, we're glad we came out with the W, but it's a great learning experience for us too. Zach, take us through that 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 final chunk yardage play where you were, you were able to find Gunnar Romney, extend the play, keep on downfield. Yeah, I just, I just remember looking for my over route, and uh, we had some pressure coming up from the right side, and um, you know I was able to get away from it a little bit, and I just remember looking up and seeing seeing the post runner Gunnar was wide open. It's honestly a terrible throw, but it was a great job by him coming back and, and high point. And it was a huge play in the game. I was happy for Gunner that he was able to come and come down with that catch. On that third down run, they stopped you just short. It looked like you struggled to get up a little bit. Were you just a little nicked, or what was? Uh, I just had to, you know, like when you get knee in the in the calf or in the thigh, and you got one of those little deep bruises. I, I got hit in the, and it got hit right in the butt, my left butt cheek, and I, my leg was dead. So I was just taking my time. <laughs> Okay, last question for these guys. Touchdown run in the fourth. I don't know if you addressed this already. Did you, was that a design quarterback draw? Yeah. Did you see something? Yeah, great play call. I mean, we had uh, almost almost everyone in the secondary out of the box, and, um, you know, we had routes tagged, and, you know, it's kind of um, take what they give us. And, and on that one, uh, we had a perfect design to, to have the quarterback run it up the middle. There's Zach Wilson and Tyson Williams. Now here's Diane Gunwalaku and Kavika Fanua on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Diane, take us through that that interception, that play, and then what the the, the aftermath was like. Oh, uh, it was crazy. Like we knew they were trying to get some quick throws, like deep comebacks and stuff. And they obviously, I was just running to the ball. Like the linebacker Vika and them, they made the play, and I seen the ball pop up. And like Coach always said, tips and overthrows, we got to get them. Kavika, did you know that he intercepted that initially? To be honest, I was when the crowd rushed the field, I was jumping up and down. I just tried to grab one person. I said, "What happened?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know what I would cheer for, but something happened." So I was just happy. Kadita, walk us through what you saw in that final play, and how'd you get hands on the ball, hands on the arm of the wide receiver? Honestly, just again, just reading the quarterback, doing my job, um, doing the one eleven, and just I saw him look back into the middle. I, I saw I wanted to pick it, but instead I just tried to get a hand on it, and luckily Diane was there to pick it. So Diane, the defense seemed to get better in the second half. What changed for you guys to just uh, limit what they did? Uh, first of all, like we just wanted to like our D line did a great job in like creating pressure because I know we like struggled with that in the past and just uh, changing up the the coverage type, just like messing with the quarterback's head. He's a young quarterback, so it was like. You can play up and then bail and stuff. So just messing with the quarterback's head, that's one thing we try to change and work on. And it was working a little bit, but you just like look one way and then roll out to the other way. So it was just like messing with the quarterback. You guys are seniors. What do you think this kind of win can do for you, for the program as a whole? I think it's big. Like we don't, we play good away in big, like big games like Tennessee like that. And it's good winning there and like seeing all the fans there, but it's, Obviously, seeing this environment at home is just—it's crazy. Seeing our fans happy, seeing them rush the field—that's what, like, that's what we live for. We want to win in front of them and protect Lavelle's house. And 
uh, that's what we did. And it was just like an exciting moment. Just, I don't know what even thing I got trampled and I seen fans. I, I don't know how they got on the field so fast. I was like, who are you? You know how to <laughs> Just random people like quick. I was like, they're just going fast, but it's just a good feeling. Diane, you score a touchdown and, uh, and get the game clinching interception. Is this kind of the game that you, you dream about and why you can't? Oh yeah, I just want I just want to be a playmaker. Like offense, defense, special teams, I just go a hundred. Doesn't matter. That's how you make just making plays, no matter what. Coach wants you to go play, and I take pride in like uh, special teams, especially just that's like your plus one. That's how you get your extra uh, tackles in, working on stuff. So I really enjoy that. Diane Vico, my question on what what this room can do for the program. Oh man, it just builds the confidence, really. Um, just even going to the end of the to the game. We had no doubt that we were going to win it, just like Tennessee. So that confidence boost, um, being away, we're always good. And now we're just trying to get that confidence back in um, the home stadium. Diane, what's it like to go through that replay? Because, I mean, you're the only one that had the ball and, you know, knew what happened with the ball. But you got to wait and see if the refs are going to yeah. confirm it or overturn it. And then you might have to go back out on the field or, you know, you don't know what, what what's that moment like. It was crazy. Like I knew I caught it. Like, Micah rushed up to me. I was like, bro, I caught it. Like... I knocked the wind out of myself to keep my hands underneath. I was like, I don't care if I get hurt. I just I woke up. I was, but, you know, I knocked the wind out of myself. So I was for sure, like, caught it. But, you know, the refs, you never know what's going to happen. So me and Mike were just on the bench. It's like, bro, it's, like, it's good. We, like, we got this. So we didn't, like, have any doubt that I didn't catch it. But turned out on our side. So well, it's kind of redemptive because the disputed call that went their way on the touchdown. On me? Yeah. Wasn't that on you? Yeah. Okay. So it was, I don't know, it was just like, it was a PI, but you know, like, on to the next one, I was just like, I'm going to keep challenging you. I don't care if you're going to, the ref's going to give you that touchdown. Like, I'm going to keep challenging you. That short yardage package you guys used, how did you get involved in being on in that package? Like I said, coach called my number. I was like, I'm here. They had Tyson on there behind me. And I'm like, please call me. Like, I can run too. No, even in high school, we would go against each other too. So, yeah, so I'm like, I played running back. I got some yeah. experience. But baby, you moved around a lot. Safety, outside linebacker, running back, now middle linebacker. You led the team in tackles, I believe. How does it feel? That, does it feel like you finally found a home at middle linebacker? How does it feel? Um, I'm still willing to learn new, new positions all the time, but it feels amazing that I can stay in one spot for right now. <laughs> Diane, how was it working with some new guys considering Sawyer and Zane both they were playing in this game? Uh, it was like we trust all of our guys in the secondary and like it's all about communications. Is if you call the if they safety if the safeties give us a wrong call, like as long as we're on the same page, it's right. Okay. So that's just how it is. And they did a great job out there. They didn't panic. They just did their job. Kabika, you've had two of these in a row. What's that like on the heart rate, or is this what you want for college? You know, from being a college football player to play in these types of exciting down to the wire games. I mean, it sucks when you're killing the team by halftime, and then you have to go out, can't can't play anymore. But man, we live for this. Just it's an amazing feeling um, to be with our with our brothers out there, like going to the final minute. So. Do you feel like the uh, in this home setting that's been difficult to win? Um, do you feel like the fans stepped up and were pretty loud in this game? Big time. Like on a third down play, they had to call a timeout, and like that's like the feeling it was like when we were at Tennessee. Like their fans were so loud, like we had to like change things up on offense, and I felt that 
when their offense was going and they called that time and I was like, yeah, that's what it's about. Like, feel me? LaVille's house is rocking right now. <laughs> All right, there are the BYU players. Now here's the head coach, Kalani Sitaki. Sorry, i got to get hydrated. I'm cramp up in the middle of the interview. <laughs> All right, well, tough game. Overtime again and uh, kept putting a bad spot, a tough spot where we had to kick a field goal in the overtime, you know, on offense. And um, proud the defense was able to make a play. And... Uh, been really pleased with the preparation these guys have given us, the effort that our players have given us, and hats off to USC. They're a great team, tons of talent, and I think they're going to do great in their uh, in their conference. But just really feel fortunate to get this win, and uh, we made some plays and and uh, you know, did some things that were a little bit unconventional on offense and defense and special teams, and uh, just uh, glad that we were able to get the win. I'll take any questions you guys have. How's, how's the heart rate after two straight of these? I, I can do this. If we win the game, I'm good. It doesn't matter. But I don't know. It, just, it was a lot of fun. I just Obviously, we don't want to get have this be a habit, but I'll take it. If We feel good. We, we worked on this these situations um, a lot in camp and spring ball and um, you know, with red zone defense, red zone offense. Um, and so we feel really comfortable with what we're doing as a, as a group. And, have a, a bunch of leadership on this team that really believes in each other and they demand a lot from each other. So um, I think it's easy as a head coach for me to have guys that do it and, and uh, that I can lean on. And there's a senior leadership to everyone on the team holding each other accountable. That's that's what we're seeing. And our guys are growing and getting better and we're progressing. Let's uh, get ready for the next one too. So get excited for that, that opportunity. Is there anything worse than having to wait for the replay that you've had to do that twice in a row to make sure it was the game was over? Yeah, I think they should just let me review it for everyone. <laughs> I've been pretty spot on, except for the one time I took a timeout just to have them review it again. It was more principled than anything. And so, um, but yeah, I just... Felt like, um, you know, we, we, we did some things that uh, took some chances and took some risks that I didn't think were out of the ordinary, but I was just proud of our players and the way they performed it. I mean, offensively, defensively, and special teams, I thought we played really solid and, and uh, just really happy that our guys were able to execute and just trust our players. I, I love our quarterback, and he's right there, and I want him to know that he knows that already too and, and uh, love the way that he works with this team and, and love the leadership on our, on, on our team. And, um, yeah, we're sorry. We, we won this game, and I'm happy about that. But now we have to win and learn, and have a time opportunity to learn for the next one too. Because uh, we have a big team, a big time opponent coming to town again, and uh, really looking forward to that one. Where does this game rank in your career as far as not only the win but the, the bizarre of the game? I don't know. I, I, I just I, this isn't about me and my rankings of the games. It's just. I was just happy for our players and happy for our fans to get the win. And I just, uh, as a head coach, I have the best view in the house, you know. So uh, there was moments that I was just a fan, enjoying what Coach Grimes and uh, Coach Tuyaki and Coach Lamb were calling, and the rest of the assistants were doing an amazing job, you know, getting it ready and, and demanding a lot from their players and performing well. And so um, I think as a head coach, it was just it was nice for me to sit back and. Show some energy, but have a just really just support the guys as much as I can because I think our coaches and our players did an amazing job. When you tell your defense going into that overtime period, knowing that you, know, you had a field goal to work with, they know it. I mean, they, they they know the urgency that's involved with it. And you know, we uh, I thought defensively we were able to uh, make an air, air raid team rely heavily on the run, and that was a good thing for us. You know, so 
Uh, and I thought our guys were able to tough it out a little bit. And uh, we asked a lot from that D line this game, and I thought they did an amazing job. And um, you know, owning the line of scrimmage as much as they did, and, and uh, trying to provide a lot of pressure to three man rush. I think most of the time we we're in a three man or four man rush. And um, you know, and I, I credit our coaches for sticking to the game plan and keep working. I mean, I, I don't. We gave up some big chunk plays, and that's. USC has some great talent, and they're able to make some big-time plays and big-time throws. Uh, but there's one that we gave up that was that was just a, a blown assignment. And then uh, I just love our guys just keep playing. They just keep working hard, and they keep plugging along. And when we have that type of effort and that type of energy on the sidelines, I think we'll be in a good position. Kalani, you said a lot of capacity. You want to see your guys play BYU football. That performance today, was that the definition of BYU football you? I thought so. I thought offensively we were able to use all our weapons. You know, you saw a lot of guys make plays. and. Defensively, we were able to rely on our depth. We had some guys. I mean, we were fortunate in the first two weeks to have not have so many injuries. And this one, we got kind of banged up in games. I don't think I don't know how severe some of the injuries that we had, but we were able to go back to our depth that we were trying to really rely on. And those guys stepped up. So proud of those guys, you know. And and, um, and the things that they've done in the off season just made me so proud of the, the, how they performed today. Do you feel like this is a win that can change the perception of your program? Well, I don't really care about all that stuff, man. I'm just trying to coach football and have fun with these kids so Kalani uh, a couple different times in the game you had a, a short yardage package where you brought in mm-hmm. Austin and Kyrie's and, and Diane to get a, like a yard or two um, it, it worked the one time in getting you in the first down the other time you, you got stopped mm-hmm. uh, but what you like about that package and what, what's kind of led you to, to use that in the short yardage situations? Uh, it's a package that Ed Lamb absolutely loved, and we used it last year. And, and um, you know, I thought it worked for us. And then uh, this week we just got it, the spot wasn't what we wanted. And, you know, we're an inch short. But so I have a lot of trust in those, those guys that performed in that group. And, you know, we have a lot of things that go along in that package. So we'll see what happens are, are next week. Are there specific situations where you look to use that? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you when they are. So um, you, you just have to find out. What were you told on that USC touchdown when he was forced out and came back in? Um, I don't know. I thought it was offensive PI, but whatever. I mean, that's the refs have a hard job. I know it's really tough for them. Um, I had a good view of it. They can always ask me. I can give them the call. So <laughs> give me a flag. I'll make the right call. Last but few questions. Overall, I thought they, they did a great job. It's, it's hard. I mean, I, I don't know. i got to go back and look at it again. And I'm always going to be biased, you know. So, But uh, I, th- I thought, really, they made big plays. You know, we had coverage there. And, and the credit to them, they were able to make the play. Looking back to the first quarter, uh, you know, USC scored pretty easily on their first drive. But then that are next two drives, you guys were able to get interceptions. How much of that of a momentum shift was that, and a confidence boost was that for the defense to get those turnovers? But we, we knew those were going to be there. We knew that we were going to have some opportunities to make some turnovers. We even dropped a few today, you know. So um, uh, we, we feel really comfortable with our opportunity to scheme and strategize. But, uh, you know, our guys had to really execute it. It was the players that were able to believe in the scheme and, and for the D linemen to understand their role uh, the three of those guys that just owned the front, and um, it took it took all of the positions, guy, all eleven guys, making it work. And uh, listen, it didn't go perfectly, but I think we were able to establish that they can't do what we wanted them to do. You know, so we we're able to make them be a little bit more balanced. I don't know how many times they ran, how many times they passed, but um, an air raid team that ran the ball more than they threw, I think mission accomplished. Is this what? 
Why didn't he kick the field goal on fourth and two? Because I was being selfish and I wanted to get the first down. Uh, that's me being honest. Yeah, I was. That was a fan moment for me, and I was just a lot of regrets on that one. But uh, you know, I think I think uh, Jake had just missed the field goal, and um, just really wanted to just. I, I believe in what we did, and it was an inch short. Short, so uh, you know, I I have to look at it and see if I made the best decision, but. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe I'll, I'll do that again. Can you talk about Wilson and just kind of his improvement development in the last couple of games? Oh, he's awesome. He, uh, he's been doing that for a long time. And listen, he started the second half of last year, so he's still kind of in some some learning moments, you know. And but he's he's learning real quick, and and uh, and uh, he's got an amazing football IQ, and he has a great supporting cast to help him, and then he has the work ethic that that is uh, that is is. Second to none. The guy is a hard worker, and then you match him up with our O line, our backs, our receivers, and tight ends. And I think we got something really good, something special happening. Is this more the you touched on defense. Ends? Sorry. You touched on defense, but can you really tell us what it felt like to be able to see the defense pull out those key plays, especially considering the, uh, you're out a couple starters? I was just really proud of them. I mean, the, the boys that stepped up and made plays. I don't know who caught the last pick. Yeah, and this is the guys that just were they're, they were excited to be on the field, you know, and um, that's all the guys. And, and the sidelines were all tuned in. We had, all, I mean, we had pretty much the whole team involved in every play, and the energy was really good and strong. And that's that's nothing to do with the head coach. That's the culture of the team and the leadership and the, the awesome dynamic that we have with our players. Is this more of the offense is showing you wanted to see from your offense this season? Yeah, I have to look at it. I mean, I think, I think if you ask our, our um, offensive players, they, they want to do more, you know, but um, we can we can take this opportunity to learn, and I, I'm glad we can win and learn, right? So um, we're looking forward to getting better from this week. Thanks, Coach. I'll answer one more. I can answer one more. I'm a former player, so. <laughs> Oh, thank you. How beneficial has it been to have Tyson Williams in the program as a grad transfer, specifically the last few games? Oh, it's huge, and and, and um, you know he he's uh, been able to focus on football and and school, and and you ask him, and he said this has been what he needed, or all the focus and, and no, no distractions, just been all ball and school, and so you see the things that he's able to do on the field. But I, I love the things that he does when he doesn't have the ball in his hands, you know, and that and that goes for all eleven guys on the field. They work really hard and. Man, it's just an honor for me to be their coach. I love it. And uh, just enjoying this moment and, and looking forward to learning from it. There's BYU head coach Kalani Sataki. More on the Utes and Cougars and a weekend in college football and the NFL. Man, major injuries to major quarterbacks. Holy cow, Breeze and Roethlisberger. We'll get to all that next. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.